0: Hey, everybody, this is Pastor Jack C., and this is Living with Purpose. We're so glad that you're joining us this evening. I encourage you to get your Bible and get your notebook. You can share this video, uh, put it all over social media. We believe that this is something that uh, is valuable, and uh, this is a great tool uh, to introduce people to just uh, how good God is. You know, living with purpose all came about when I did a, a, a going home service for a man. And uh, at the end of his life, you know, it had been so purposeful, and uh, where he came from and where he ended up, uh, I just said, "There's no way that you can end up the way that he did from where he came from without purpose." And so, living with purpose was placed on my heart. Um, I believe that everything that we do for God, we should be intentional about it. Nothing with God happens to us t- happens to us accidentally. We don't accidentally fall into a into a, a well of blessing. We don't accidentally uh, fall into the blessings or the curses. Everything in our life is done purposefully. We make choices and we make decisions every day, and I choose to be blessed. I choose to live my life on purpose for God, and because of that, I'm a very, very blessed man. I've, I'm I'm rich, I'm rich in, in a relationship with my wife, I'm rich in my relationship with my children, I'm rich in my relationship with God, I'm rich in my relationships uh, in the business community and in the schools and those types of things. I'm a very, very wealthy man because of living a purposed life. So what we've been talking about is strife and I really encourage you to go back and listen to last week's teaching because uh, I'm really trying to to, I don't know, wave a flag and just let us know that, you know, strife is just not something that we should tolerate in our lives, that it is dangerous, that it is uh, corrosive, that it is it can corrupt relationships. Its purpose is to divide us from the blessing. But as we found out last week, it doesn't just divide us, it's a tool that the enemy uses to send an offense to you know there's a number of ways that strife can come into a situation but its ultimate purpose is to separate you from the blessing to keep you from growing but what it really wants to do what the enemy really wants to do is he wants you to make a life altering decision based on how you feel at that time as we looked at last week between Cain and Abel Both of these young men presented an offering to the Lord. Cain was like a a fruit platter, and Abel's was of the first of his flock. And the Bible says that God respected one offering, but he didn't respect Cain's offering. And that word respect, we found out, means that God really didn't even pay attention to it. He didn't even cast his gaze upon it. I said it like this. I don't think God is like this, but this is kind of the way that I saw it. It's almost as if God turned his nose up at Cain's offering, because it's all about the heart. It's about motive. And so because of that, strife enters into that relationship between Cain and Abel, and Cain takes his brother out to a field, and he kills him. And uh, we even saw last week that God himself spoke to Cain about this, like God himself How many of us today would say, you know, if God would just tell me what to, I would never have another problem. I would never do anything wrong, man. I would just know if God would just come down and speak to me. Well, here's an example. God himself showed up and spoke to Cain about his actions, about his attitude, and about his motive. And he told him why one brother was being blessed and why the other wasn't. But yet, even then, the strife Uh, was so deep, and the the strife turned into anger, and it turned into action, and the next thing you know, we are separated from Abel's bloodline forever. Cain made a life-altering, life-changing decision at the worst possible time when he was dealing with strife, and it didn't just cost him, it cost us, because we were totally now separated from Abel's bloodline. We have no idea all the good things that could have come out of that bloodline, But because Cain made a decision based on self, based on selfishness, based on self-preservation, we're separated from that. So I want to pick up today, you know, anger is one of the big ways that we can allow uh, strife and look at Proverbs 26, 21. Uh, It says, add fuel to the fire and the blaze goes on. So add an argumentative man to the mix and you will keep strife alive. Uh, I want you to notice how synonymous strife and anger can be. I'm sure that that Cain got angry that God did not accept his offering. But you know what? What could have what could Cain could have just said? You know what, God, I hear you. I listen to you. Um, I take responsibility for what I did. He could have learned from it, and we would have these two brothers still here today. But because he didn't, he made a decision based out of strife. He got angry, he killed his brother, and here we are today. Let's look at Genesis chapter 26 now. And uh, this is so interesting. You know, you just, you wonder sometimes why people do stupid things. And uh, I don't call people stupid, but sometimes the actions definitely warrant that title. And I want you to look at uh, Genesis chapter 26, and I want you to start in verse 12. It says, then Isaac sowed in that land and he reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So here you got Isaac. Isaac uh, is come into... Uh, this land and the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it. And Isaac starts prospering. What, What, back up, Isaac, this was a time of famine. Now all of a sudden you're living in a foreign land, you're the new guy on the block, you come into town, and all of a sudden you start sowing side by side with the fields of the people that are living there that are indigenous to that area. And all of a sudden your crops are growing your sheep are mating and growing your herds are growing your your harvest is growing your men servants and your maid servants are all growing everything around you is growing and right next to you there's a famine it's as if that famine's not even a- a- attaching you attaching itself to you because that's how strong the blessing of the lord is there's there's some real scriptural truths to that uh, about sowing in a time of famine you know um, God-led sowing can make us wealthy. You know, it's not always the most opportune time to give, but we should never be in, a, in, in an area or a situation in our life where A, we don't have something to give, or B, uh, we decide not to give. It is always a time to sow. It doesn't matter what the economy says. It doesn't matter what the clouds look like outside. When we sow, when God tells us to sow, you'll have these same results. It was his will to get this stuff to Isaac because he knew Isaac was gonna need it, but all he needed was Isaac's obedience and Isaac did what he told him to do. It didn't look like a good time to sow, but Isaac sowed. And when he sowed, he reaped a hundredfold uh, on that seed. And so there's so much there to that about biblical prosperity, that is God's will for us is to prosper. But I want you to notice what happened immediately. Immediately uh, after God began to prosper him, um, I want you to look at the next verse and let's read verse 13 again just because it sounds so good. The man began to prosper and he continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him now the philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of abraham his father and they filled them with earth i want you to notice that all of a sudden you know when everybody's on the same piece of land and everybody's dealing with the same situations you know misery loves company you know everybody well yeah let's You know, how's it going on your land? Well, I don't have anything. Do you have anything? Have they found any water? No. Man, in this summer hot. What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Well, there's no problem there. But the minute one of those people begins to rise to be elevated, one of those when all of a sudden now You've got this new kid on the block, the guy that doesn't even live there. Now when he's coming and he's doing these foolish things, they probably saw him out there sowing in the midst of the famine. And I'm sure these Philistines were like, what do you think that he's doing? They probably thought he was crazy. They probably thought he didn't know. They were probably laughing at him. But I guarantee you their laughs turned to fear when they saw his crops begin to appear. And so now all of a sudden he's beginning to prosper now all of a sudden they're beginning to see well when that starts to happen there's an agitation that begins to take place and they start questioning and we have to be really really wise as believers when there are people around us and they begin to get blessed how you handle that is just as important as to the seed that you've sown and how you're going to harvest When we um, are envious when other people harvest, when we begin to go, well, I gave and God didn't give anything to me. Well, I sowed two years ago and I'm still waiting on the harvest on that seed. Well, why would God bless them? I see what they did. You know what they did? All of a sudden, when we start putting ourselves in the seat of the scoffer, when we start standing in judgment against other believers, we are stopping our own harvest from coming into being. We are slamming on the brakes because what we're telling God is, is that this is a fleshly thing that I'm doing and I really don't trust you at all. So what happened was, and this is so crazy, how many of us would believe that the single most important thing in a time of famine would be water? That would be the single most important commodity that there was. And I want you to notice, because of strife, what these Philistines did. I read it once, and maybe you caught it, but let me read it again. It said, Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father, and they filled them with earth. They were so determined to try and stop Isaac from prospering that they cut off their own head to spite themselves. That they went to the wells, they went to the very source of life for that whole entire region. And because they were so blinded by anger, they were so blinded by selfishness, they were so blinded by envy, they were so blinded uh, by this strife that had come in that it caused them. They said, the only way to do this is we've got to cut him off from the water. Well, see, when you're in strife, you're not even thinking rationally because you're not just cutting him off from all the water, but you're cutting yourself off from the water too. And what these Philistines did was, is they covered in all the wells, they cut off their own supply in a, in a very weak, petty, lame gesture to try and stop Isaac from giving. They allowed strife in through envy, and it caused them to cut off their own water. I mean, how, that, that is the definition of stupid. I mean, what is the definition of stupid? Filling in your own wells, that's like a picture of offense. Offense is no more than, than me drinking poison and hoping that it affects somebody else. That's the definition of offense. That's exactly what these Philistines did. They drank their own poison, hoping that it would affect Isaac. Now, let me say this. Do you think Isaac would have shared with these people? Do you think Isaac would have been a blessing to these people. You have to go back and look at the blessing of Abraham. That blessing was not there just to make Isaac blessed. That blessing was there to make the whole world blessed. So had the Philistines recognized that, you know what? Whatever this guy's doing, let's try and do the same thing. Whatever this guy's doing, let's try and help him. Whatever this guy's doing, let's ask him for his help. Let's let's get underneath that umbrella of his blessing so that in turn, maybe our crops can grow. So in turn, maybe our livestock will grow. So in turn, maybe all of our possessions will begin to grow. And, And what they did because you know strife and pride and envy and all these things, I mean, it is just shipwrecked. So many people in the earth, they've been totally cut off from their purpose and destiny because they were too proud to ask for help. We don't ever want to put ourselves in a situation or a position where we're too proud to ask for help. See, pride is the number one characteristic. Pride is the thing that got Satan kicked out of heaven. So we don't ever want to operate or demonstrate pride in any situation. It would have taken humility for these Philistines to admit that God was on Isaac. But instead of of hooking up with him, connecting with him, instead of, of trying to even copy what he did, they just filled in all the wells, hoping that somehow this would stop his growth, but it didn't. See, the blessings of God are not in the wells that are in the earth. The blessing of God are are in the wells that are in heaven, and no man can touch those wells. It doesn't matter where you are. It could be a time of famine. You could be the only one on the other side of the world, but you know what? God has wells of blessing for you, and what we have to do is stay in fellowship with him, We have to to recognize and understand what those blessings are and but most importantly we need to be a blessing to other people well this is pastor jack c i hope you're enjoying this Uh, we might go a week or two more just talking about the effects of strife and what i'm really trying to say is is this why we have to keep strife out when we have too much strife satan is trying to cause you to make a life-ending career choice or decision about your life and it doesn't just affect you what those philistines did didn't just affect isaac it affected everybody in that region god bless you jesus